Okay, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the podcast, the vlog from the shop, the social hub of positivity. I'll say thank you very much for all those people that have come into the shop and supported us, the volunteers, as well as all the artists and the wonderful public. We've met some fantastic people. No more so than this next fantastic person, who is Pete Cousins. Is that right, Pete? It is, Pete Cousins. See, just wanted to check. Um, You are an independent candidate for the upcoming elections. Looking forward to it, 6th of May. Independent, Harden Hewish Ward, looking for Chippenham Town Council and Wiltshire. Wicked, fair play to you. On that alone, I want to congratulate you on behalf of the community because even though, I obviously, if anyone's gone to any trouble of watching these, bless you uh, for your forbearance. I've, I've, I've been a little bit emotional, Pete, about some of the past uh, decisions that have been made by various councillors. And I think it's no longer time for me to keep quiet about it because I work in the community, I work up and down the country, and I've come to the conclusion that I definitely know about the community more than most of the councillors. Now... That might seem like a strange boast or a strange, bizarre, deluded, whatever, but I would definitely like to have a debate with each and every one of them. And then we'd compare CVs and then people would go, wait a minute, why isn't that guy doing this and those people not? That's up to you people. I don't want to be a councillor, but that you are is great. Do you want to give a bit of your backstory and what brought you to this decision? Because it's a big decision, isn't it? It is, it is. And it's a decision which I've not taken lightly either. Um, I suppose I've lived in Chippenham for 25 years. I've been involved in education. Uh, I was a teacher in many Chippenham schools and uh, I'm proud to say I've been a head teacher locally as well. Fantastic. So I feel I'm very much in tune with the community. Um, It's been the last few years something in my mind that are talking to neighbours and, and neighbours are saying that things are happening in Chippenham and they're not particularly happy about the, the way things are going. I say well talk to your councillor. They say well I talked to my councillor but nothing happened. Mm. And so I've been mulling it over with my wife and moaning I suppose about things and she said well rather than just talk about it. Yeah. It's about time that you stepped up and did something about it. Yeah. And because I suppose I'm rooted in getting out and working with and helping families in schools, I wanted to not do it for myself, but do it for the community. Yeah. Chippenham's a great place, but you've got to actually go looking for that yeah. greatness in Chippenham. Yeah. And I think there's so much to offer people, those people who maybe go to Bath or Bristol or Swindon, for entertainment or just for a walk. It's all here in Chippenham. Yeah. Maybe on a smaller scale, but it's only smaller because people aren't supporting it in the ways that it currently is. Interesting. So yeah, yeah, I want to develop the community in Chippenham through work in the council. Excellent. Yeah. So when you say you were a head teacher, you were a teacher, what sort of subjects, what's, what were your main interests as yeah. a teacher? Primary. So I've been a primary school teacher since 1986. Um, I started working in a junior school, but very, very soon found that my calling was towards working with younger children. So I spent a lot of time uh, working with four and five-year-olds, teaching in reception classes, foundation stage two as it is now, 
and uh, find it to be an absolute delight you know the privilege to be able to work with four and five year olds and uh, see the world through their eyes yeah. and be able to do what I think my heart is the hardest job of all in, in, in school yeah. uh, because you are starting at that level where the children have got the skills which their parents have taught them yeah. you've got to help get those yeah. skills in school so that as they progress through the years they've got um, the ability to to work at a higher level so fantastic of course also working with younger children the opportunity to develop those relationships with home are huge and vitally vitally important and so I think those skills which I've had over the years working with parents with uh, looking at their children's education is really going to stand me well in working with the community of Harden Hewish. Yeah, well, I agree, and I obviously got great respect, and I'm sure most people have, for the fact that you're a teacher. That, that you've been a head teacher as well gives you a whole new, a uh, whole different perspective on it because we can maybe understand the nature of the of the reward of a teacher looking at the development first hand of a young person. Um, but as a head teacher, you kind of have to have the overview of everyone, all the families as well, and the staff. So actually, in a lot of ways, you'd be quite good as a counsellor because you already have the, uh, the wider community, the school community, mm -hmm. the idea of, of looking at overview. My, my problem, I guess, up until this point, um, and, uh, and if, I, if I need to emphasise the year after year, uh, another uh, scandal with politicians, predominantly conservative ones. Now, I'm not trying to be unfair to them and anyone that, they've all been asked to come on, so if they want to come on, haven't seen many canvassing. I can't think why that is. Is it, I wonder, because they are also associated with Boris Johnson? And Boris, God bless him, and I mean, if he was here, I'd cuddle him. To the hard year, I went old and his lungs. No, I would cuddle him and say, bless you, you obviously have had a very hard childhood. You, 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 your education, on one hand, must have been quite interesting, but emotionally and socially, it could not have been um, sufficient for you to be, him to be making decisions which quite obviously have been retrograde for our society. Now, that's before the pandemic. After the pandemic, even himself said that they reckon 20,000 people were going to die. Now, that's bad enough. The fact that over 120,000 people have died because of his negligence and the negligence of his fellow workers or his, or his crew, his mob, his gang, uh, is is something I personally, as a father, and this is quite important to me, it goes out to the councillors that haven't got kids in, 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 uh, in for whatever reasons. At this stage in my life, I don't really have enough time to talk about why people haven't got kids, but you work with loads of kids. They're our future. And I guess, for me, I'm impressed that you're, that you're standing up for, for the community. What is it particularly, with all that in experience of community, and children particularly, that you want to change about Chippenham, particularly Chippenham mm. and the county as a whole. Can I come to that point in a minute? Because you, ju you just raised something really important there. Because when I've been going out, talking to people, delivering leaflets, yeah. and, okay, we've got different crises in politicians going on at the moment. Um, it feels called sleaze, but carry on. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. 
<laughs> well, it, it just is, isn't it? I mean, how anyone could be representing the Conservatives, particularly the ones that aren't even Conservatives, they're not even wealthy enough to be, is a, is a, is a strange one for me. But that they have to go out under the cloud of what these people, these gangsters, yeah, have been but doing. That, that's having an impact on me, you see, yeah. because when I'm out delivering my leaflets in my own little way, yeah. I'm a politician in yeah. people's eyes. Yeah. And they say, "What we've been seeing this on TV, yeah. this is happening, that's yeah. happening. And I'm able to say, I'm an independent. I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, going under bit, any other party area. I'm not serving a party. I'm serving the residents of Chippenham. Yeah. That's why I'm doing it. And I say, yeah, that you see on the TV is exactly why I'm standing for this. These people Brilliant. are not serving the community. Yeah. I mean, that's a word that I use and I think is vitally important, serve. I served yeah. the community of the school. Well said. I'm looking to well want said. to serve the community. And you practice that, that then. So this is what's important. I think when people, and I get it, people talk to me, it's, why are you doing all these in in interviews with these politicians? Mm. Because they're all the same. Now, A, because I was asked by old, uh, what's his name? The guy that wears the wig at, at Chipman College. Not, not a wig, real wig, a, 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 a ceremonial wig, which we have to get rid of because that's just pompous and ridiculous. However, he asked me to interview all the, all the local councillors and politicians, prospective councillors, and because of the pandemic, I and we as a community organisation who aren't getting paid for this and it's costing us money, but don't worry because it's worth it, because what I found out is we have got lots of good people who are standing. That some of them are standing for, for, for parties is a little bit retrograde. It's like, have you not worked out that you possibly couldn't have anything in common with the head office? I, I, I doubt that they meet up regularly with their local MP. I, I would imagine that James Gray and, and, and uh, Michelle, I was going to say Donaldson there, but I don't know why I was going to say that, but this is Michelle Donnelly. What's her name? Donovan. Donovan. Is it Donovan? No, it's not. What is it? Donovan. Donovan. I mean, you know, every time I've met the woman, she's lovely. I, I, I'm not, that's not about personalities. I've met Teresa Hutton, who, who was the, the mayor. She's the sweetest woman in the world. The point of the matter is, if you align yourself to, have, to those parties, you have to, 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 to follow the party line, mm -hmm. even if it's to the detriment of our communities. And unfortunately, everyone, very importantly, party politics doesn't work. Um, you can't be possibly be aligned with Theresa May one month and then aligned with Boris the next because I don't know if you've looked at their CVs and where they, how they grew up and what their morals and what, if they've got any uh, ethics are. So I'm with you 100%. Being an independent but working and serving, and I love the fact that you said serving, because mm -hmm. I also think even at town, and ca town council level, oh, man, you, you it's, it, it, it beggars belief. That, that the people who work in a small little town like Chippenham, who work in the town council, have some bizarre inflated idea of what they're doing and how they're doing it. And it's like, no guys, yeah, you're literally on, at the, uh, at the I'm, bottom. I'm the thinking, bottom. town yeah. council though, you know, they, they, they just, I see I go along to town council meetings and there's, there's people there who, their idea of the town council, and I mean,
and they're saying, well, look, these things are happening in Chippenham. Yeah. Why are they happening? What is it all about? I mean, we're looking at maybe the, uh, the roadworks under the viaduct at the moment. Yeah. Okay, not so much Chippenham Town Council, but Wiltshire Council yeah. there. Nobody seems to know what's behind it, yeah. what the timescale is for yeah. it. So I'm walking along there today, and there's two guys with the hard hats on and the, the fluorescent jackets, and I yeah. think, oh, well, I can find out a bit of information here. Yeah. So I said to one of them, uh, what's happening? You know, when, when's this going to be finished? And he said, well, if everything goes to plan, tomorrow. It will be finished tomorrow. Well, well, I mean, that's news to me, probably news to you as yeah, well. Absolutely. Probably news to anybody who's yeah, watching yeah. this. And then yeah. maybe, maybe you said this might be going out Friday. Let's see. Is it going to be open on Wednesday? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the it viaduct. Well, well, just do, 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 let's, let's have a little, uh, because we can, because this is, what, Tuesday? So it's Tuesday. Yeah. By Friday, when we're editing this, so tomorrow will be Wednesday, it will either be open or it won't. But, it, but actually, it's great to see uh, the roads eventually getting getting mended in a way, but you're right, there seems to be a, almost an allergic reaction to consultation in the local and the, and the county level. Now, I think all the roads, all the buildings, including the offices, council offices and everything else, should be taken back under the auspices of the town council. We need to sort the town council uh, it, tremendously, because for all your words about they've done some great things, that they have done bad things or things that are suspect and some of the funding ideas and how people get funds and some people don't and some people get free access to facilities even if, even if they're not necessarily helping the community. There's a kind of cronyism between uh, some, of the, some of the little, I don't know, groups of people that, that seem to get support from councillors and not necessarily the most uh, the most positive or the most sustainable yeah. organizations yeah yeah i so, hear that from people you know talking to people they feel that within my ward they you say go. you know you look around other parts of chippenham how come they've had funding for yeah, bus yeah, shelters yeah. Yeah. how come they've had funding for drop well, curves well, yeah how, how can they had funding the, the, the young people of, of chippenham were looking at uh, I, we do, we work with young people. We have done consultations on behalf of county council, all sorts, local council. What do young people want? Never once have they said they wanted a climbing wall. Mm. And yet they've got a climbing wall which is paid for by the money that is supposed to be for the Chipman Borough for predominantly, you would hope, for those in need. Now, there's a skate park coming and a climbing wall. No one, I don't think, was ever consulted about the climbing wall. There's a, thing, a paddling, a, a splash pool in, the, in, in John Cole's park. No one asked for it, but they were asking for a skate park. It's just like, yeah, kind of, who's yeah, doing yeah. what for what? What's the agenda? Yeah. What are the other issues? What are the no, main I mean, issues? I, mean, that you're I think consultation, first of all, though. You know, consultation. Yeah. What is consultation? Consultation isn't just sticking something up on a website, yeah. Chippenham Town Council website, saying if you're interested. Because yeah. not everybody's going to be looking every Monday morning to yeah. Chippenham Town Council website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're consulting, we need to go out and actually talk to the people who we want yeah. the answers from. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I would just automatically do in school. Yeah. We'd be uh, involving, if we're talking about youth, we're talking about children, we're looking at school councils, we're looking at having elections for school councils. Yeah. So why have we not got like a a Chippenham Town Council youth. Young people, absolutely. People absolutely. So how about this one? I'm going to throw this into because there's a few things I, I think need to be fundamental. Only because what people have been asking me here. You talk about consultation. 
This di distributor road, I don't know if you've seen the distributor yeah. road yeah. thing, yeah. right? So yeah. this is the ridiculous type of, uh, uh, of, um, of, I don't know, are they public servants? I don't know who put this up. I'd love to find out who thought a consultation that involved giving three decisions or three choices to a road that none of them should be built anyway because they just haven't worked out what the biodiversity and everything else that goes on with that sort of thing. But let's just put that on what hold. The idea of consulting and saying that there's three decisions, three choices, but there's going to be a road anyway without actually consulting and saying, actually, you should have a fourth decision which says, or choice that says, actually, we don't want the road. We want what should be happening is... is spent on young people and yeah, mental health yeah. and all that well, sort of well, stuff. Well, maybe I'd go back a step further from that, Ed, and say, well, the first consultation should be road yes or no. There you go. Well, straight away, that's that. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we go yes, then that will mean blah, 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 then blah, blah. Through that, yeah. And then if yeah. people have said, yeah, majority yeah. road, yeah. then let's follow that up and then look yeah. at those different alternatives from there. Yeah, yeah. As you say, it's not a consultation if you just give people three choices. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're missing out yeah. all those other choices which Absolutely. people might want to actually go yeah. for. So, what about, what but about youth services, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned that up and that is, that is dear to my heart because again, talking to people and that's, that's what the job potentially is all about, uh, talking to people and people are just not happy about how we've lost in Chippenham, the bridge centre, which is probably one of the greatest resources. Well, funny for, you should I say we that, we have the, the yeah? lovely Matt Kofi has done the disappearing a uh, beautiful bit of art actually, some great photographs, but absolutely, this is this, out of anything in recent times, has been brought to light because of the pandemic. Mm. That was a mutual building specifically for youth and community. Now there's nothing, there's nothing, mm. literally nothing. The riverbank, which we used volunteers, they went in there, did great work, doing music uh, uh, workshops, volunteers, went across to the Olympiad. Please, please, whatever the thing is that you become elected, because I want to find out how and why and whatever the the um, the uh, money for. Sorry, yeah, so, someone's so, break, breaking into a song out in the distance. I, <laughs> I might have to go and back. Giving you a musical cover is good, but I just wonder what the what the song is. Brilliant people, great, really well used resource. Uh, they were given a space in the Olympiad, uh, which is very kind. I don't know who owns the Olympiad, but somewhere along the line, someone told me that Wiltshire Council has something to do it. So if it's Wiltshire Council, it means we have. They were then given, they were put into that place. They were then, you know, set up as a CIC, a, a community interest company. Lots of young people, not the sort of people that we work with, not hardest to reach and those in need of the most support, but certainly a... a, a uh, um, a segment of the young community that wanted to go have music lessons. However, after about six years, they were then unceremoniously told they were going to have to pay, pay for the for the, for, the, for the thing. Well, which is all well and good. You say, well, that's fair enough. Except apparently, it went from zero to eight hundred pounds a week. A week. A week, people. What? Who? Where? How could that possibly? Yeah, exactly. I said the same thing. I said, do you mean a month? And I was told it was a week. So I'm going to look at that because I need to speak to whoever's in charge of that. But here's the bit. That's £40,000 a year. My God, sir. You That's see, why I have taught that. That, that, <laughs> that, my friends, is why this man is a dick. Now, if that's Somebody's going case, to come back, though, and say that that's, I've only multiplied it by 50, not by 52. So. Listen, if you don't get <laughs> detention because of it, do what I do. Just keep smiling. Here's the crack. <laughs> 
If that's the case, and this would be interesting to find out, that means in the accounts every year that the Riverbank Studios were at the Olympiad, they will say, in lieu of payment, we have given Riverbank Studios 50, 52, it doesn't matter, whatever it is. It roughly, it will come to something like £250,000. Now, Riverbank don't think they've been given £250,000, and I'm sure any of the accounts that go from the Olympia don't say it either. So if that's the case, I think we all need to know about that. So we've got a lot of fast and loose playing with using uh, the, 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 the so say Borough lands money for all sorts of, of, of vested interests and, and conflicts of interest with different groups. It's like, come on, please. These people are getting money from the county council or this person's getting paid by you and now you're giving it to a family. It's appalling. So there's going to be fun and games. What are your main, what are your main, uh, would you say, particularly going as you have done, you work with communities, you work with schools, what are the main issues that you are facing besides the conservative sleaze and getting accused because you're a politician of being the same thing, tarred with the same brush? Yeah, yeah. well, let, let, let's stick with what we're talking about yeah. here with... with uh, Bridge Centre. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, hearing uh, people from uh, parents of 10-year-olds yeah. right the way through to parents of 18-year-olds yeah. saying that their children are coming home from school they're not sure what they should do. They're worrying because their child is starting to become to that age. Yeah. What can they do within Chippenham? Yeah. There's sports groups going on, yeah. which is fantastic if you're interested in that particular sport. Absolutely. It might be a summer sport or a winter sport. Yeah. Or your child might not be particularly sporty. If they're interested in arts yeah. and music, mm -hmm. where do they go? Car Where park. Go? They go to the new car park. Oh, well, that's well, well, the one under here. Two car parks. Yeah. You want your kids to hang out in dark, dingy places, but conservative. Well, Carry on. Well, you, you call it a car park, skate park, maybe. Oh, yes. Skate park. There's yes. A, there's it's a, a multi purpose skate. building. It is. You know, it no, is. no one was consulted about it, apparently. Again, needs to be investigated. Be interesting yeah. to see. How could you possibly put a. What, a woman came in here the other day said it was a carbuncle. Now, she's entitled to say what she wants. The point of the matter is, if it's consulted and everyone thinks it's a good idea, Jobs are good, right? Whether I like it, the look of it or not, jobs are good. However, I don't know that it was. Sorry, back to you. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Well, people. we can do we can do that within the community, can't we? If we've got if we've got a problem within the Chippenham community, why aren't we actually out talking to the Chippenham community? Yeah. yeah. And then we can hear both sides of the. Absolutely, it's all you want, isn't it? You know? All we want is a, is is a the facts, clarity, transparency. Listen to these words, conservatives, or any other poli party politician. Clarity and transparency. It's like you, you are there to represent and to serve, and you've said it brilliantly, mm. the people. Where's that got? Where's that got lost? Because mm. I can't see, like, for history and Labour as well, just so we're really clear, particularly Tony Blair, it's like, come on now, give it a break. Well, when I was looking at being a councillor, I was looking on the Wiltshire website, and it yeah. said these are the roles of a councillor. Oh, if Lord. you're going to be a councillor, this is the yeah, sort yeah. of stuff you should do. And what is there right at the top? It's liaise with the people in your community. Yeah, yeah. That's the number one thing. Yeah. But when I go around talking to people, they say, well, we only see, we only see politicians when there's an election. There you go. And that's me again, isn't it? I yeah, say, yeah. well, yeah, this is why I'm here. Yeah, but this is your first time. So yeah, 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 they won't see me again. Well, they, they will. will. <laughs> they will. <laughs> well, I have a funny feeling that they would, because <laughs> you understand the nature of communication, of running a big organisation like a school it's a massive yeah, yeah. responsibility well, I was talking so you're... to three lovely people lovely yeah. people when I was uh, going around the ward and uh, they were they were sitting outside their house because it was a beautiful sunny evening and uh, 
couple of young ladies, lads, sitting on the, on the step. And, uh, and they said, oh yeah, what are you up to? And I said, oh yeah, I'm delivering my leaflet. I'm hopefully going to be uh, your counsellor around here. Oh, we're not interested, mate. We're not interested. Stick it straight in the bin. Well. I said, well, no, come on. This is me. I'm not yeah. just delivering it for anybody. This is me. And I said, this is what I'd do if I was here for you. And you can see they still weren't engaged. Yeah. I don't know if the lad sitting on the step was a bit embarrassed. And he said, give it to me. I'll yeah. have it. But I left them and said, look, whether, I, whether you vote for me or not, I don't care. Mm. I'm, if I get in, I'll be supporting you. Yeah. And I'll be supporting your community. Because that is what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. Why else do it? Yeah. Yeah, if yeah, there is a need for something, I've got to be listening. If there's a need yeah. for something in Chippenham, yeah. you know, and we have got a huge need for yeah. 10 to 18 year old support and sticking a car oh, park uh, up to do skateboarding uh, is not enough yeah, yeah, for yeah, doing yeah. that. We need a plan, Ed. This is exactly we need right. a plan. Yeah. We need to not just rely upon somebody thinking, oh, this is a good idea. Let's do this over in such and such hall. Yeah. We need an overall strategy oh, for where well, we are absolutely. now. Absolutely. And where we want to get Absolutely. to. Absolutely. And when we know where we want to get to, yeah. we want to work back from that point to where we are yeah. now, and then we can set a pathway to get to where we want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, what would you you think now? What would be the priorities? Because you know, I don't know what your 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 stance on it, but there is an emergency. There's a climate emergency. I'm going to it really is breakdown. The breakdown of of of, of the climate. The emergency. Uh, which leads on again to these houses, which, which by all intents and purposes, if you look at the soil erosion, you look at the biodiversity, floodplains, and any other level other than, other than greed and, um, I don't know, exploitation, what, what are your thoughts on the environment? What are your thoughts on, on, on those sorts of issues? Yeah, well, I've always been engaged within the environment, and I suppose it was part of what pushed me towards doing this job, right. seeing what Wiltshire Council have been doing over the last few years. Yeah. And I've been active going along to um, cabinet meetings and some of the people who you've interviewed um, previously to myself, I've seen there. Adrian Temple-Brown, who yes. I think was yeah, the last, man, your last interview. Fantastic guy. Geezer. Really, really amazing New guy. New stuff, didn't he? Absolutely. Uh, do you know who Brian Matthew is? Yes, yes. It's very similar, in a different, different way. Somebody that you think, wow. These people have done their research. This is amazing. These are the sort of people we need as, as, as councillors because you want to know that the people have got you the best interests of the community, the community at heart and also um, know what they're talking about. And I'm telling you now, I've met some brilliant councillors and I also want to separate the idea of Wiltshire Council because Wiltshire is our council. It's the, the people of Wiltshire's uh, forum, isn't it? The people that may be representing it, individuals who shall be named definitely, who have not done the things for the, our best interest, they need to be named and shamed, and they will be. So we'll separate the idea of the council. The council's a great idea. Wiltshire's a beautiful county. These individuals will be exposed. What would your, your if you're going to work on the climate thing, if, if it's a big issue, what would your action be? What would you need to do within the town council and the county council to get things taken seriously? It's an emergency. Get things done. Yeah, it's a climate emergency. Absolutely, climate yeah. emergency. And it's, emergency means you've got to act now. Yeah. Now, a year after, a year after Chippenham Town Council declared a climate emergency, yeah. I asked the question at the meeting, what have you done in the last year that is in response. You've asked this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've fair asked that yeah. Council, yeah. yeah. And they weren't able to say anything. They weren't able wow. to say anything wow. really that's been done. Other than plans. 
you know, we're planning to do this, we're looking into that, we're thinking about measuring. Measuring what? <laughs> measuring the size you. of the next car park they're going to unceremoniously yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- un- unveil when they couldn't even build a place for young people to hang out in. What is it? What are they measuring? Yeah, yeah. Well, measuring the length of their bank balances. They were able to say that they were using less disposable cups and things like that, which is which is important. Yeah. But but not enough. Well, Wiltshire Council will be able to to say that they were putting uh, solar panels on top of the park and ride in Salisbury, and that was a reaction to the climate emergency yeah. after a year. But again, it's a lovely thing, but it's not really going to make the sort of differences we're looking at. Wow. That is actually quite worrying, isn't it? If, if you look at where we are as a, as a county, as a country, and the carbon budget for how much carbon we can actually use yeah. to keep global warming below one and a half degrees centigrade, yeah. and we look at all the planned building work, proposed building work, with the road and the housing and yeah. whatever else, if that were to go ahead, from my understanding, and now I'm, I'm not a scientist, I listen to what scientists say, so I believe what they say. But I don't go away and do the research like um, Adrian Adrian. Adrian Temple. Or or Martin Martin Casey, have you come across him? Yeah. Another independent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's it's such an exciting... I've been working around the sustainable development initiatives, whatever, for Agenda for 9, 25 years, actually, almost since you came here. Yeah. Uh, up and down the country, there was some massive big thinkers on it. So I'm actually really impressed coming across the likes of Brian Matthew, the likes of Martin Casey, Adrian Temple Brown. Fantastic. It's really, really uplifting. Yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, I was with Martin Casey last night and we were oh, bouncing ideas really? off each other. You weren't in a pub, were you? Uh, we were in his back garden. Well, so, uh, okay, I was going to say, because you could have nice I'd I'll love to, the conversation. I'll, I'll come to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, we're saying about carbon budgets. Yeah. And if all that housing and the roads is built, yeah. that blows the carbon budget for Chippenham yeah. till 2030. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, guys, if we're working on a carbon budget, yeah. do all that building, you can't do anything which releases carbon. Yeah. Otherwise, anything that you do is going to start yeah. to put us above yeah. one and a half degrees Celsius. Pro rata. Yeah. Okay, obviously, chipping them on its own isn't going to raise the whole world temperature, yeah, yeah, but yeah. on a pro rata. Well, well you've got to, we've got to take local action. Individuals have got to take action. Our communities, our schools, our public buildings have to be legislated for to... Because think about what we're talking about. We're talking about the destruction of our habitat, not the Earth. The Earth will survive without us. We're just parasites. Another set of parasites that certain conditions are met for us to exist. We are actively destroying our habitat. We're the biggest moronic set of parasites that the whole... If you looked at all the parasites that ever existed, right out there at the top league would be like the dumbest of the dumb. Hello, it's the human beings, led by... The Conservatives and the right-wing thinkers and the capitalists. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you death. Carry well, on. Sorry. <laughs> carry on from that. Carry yes, on from I, death. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I think that per, I take personal responsibility for it. It's got to be bigger than personal responsibility. We, we've got to look, we've got to, look yeah. to our politicians to make that, those decisions. But you then do your best in your house. I think they, they, yeah, I think... Yeah, the right know. decisions, though. We, we do our best in the house. So you've got your insulation in your house. You reduce yeah. your water use. Yeah. You don't have your temperature turned up quite Plant so much. Plant-based diet. <clears throat> Carry on. Plant-based diet? Yeah, well, I'm vegetarian, so I well, suppose I'm there, on the but, way. But, but I've been look, vegetarian. Mate, I love meat. Trust me, I would absolutely. I would now. I'd run into a thing. I'm Irish. I'd wrestle a pig to the ground and eat it for a month. But the point is, 
I've got children. I can't <laughs> know what the hell that means to make me stop eating meat. And then we've got, we've got the idea of, yeah, you can't really do it. I love it. You can't do it, though, because otherwise my grandchildren, which I'm hoping to have in a couple of years' time, won't be able to survive. No, so here's my crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If but I'm dumb, I'm an immigrant, uh, even though my father fought for this country, so I'll say what I want about it. Uh, the, um, the idea that people haven't got it, it's like, no, 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 just because it's in Tesco's doesn't mean you buy it. And Tesco's mm. will obviously buy, mm. buy only supply things. More and more they're doing plant-based stuff. It's an important thing. The sort of personal sacrifices we make because, because we live in a capitalist system, if you do no longer buy pork sausages... Yeah, they won't, they won't stock them. If you buy plant-based sausage, you can say, well, they don't taste as nice. Well, grow up. It's not about a thing that we just have to have nice, sentimental food that we had as kids yeah, to keep yeah, us going. Yeah, yeah. We I need mean, to... I agree with you on a lot of levels there. Yeah. Oh, there, you're there not prepared to give up your burgers. Go on, son, I'll tell you. Go on, then. 39 years I've been vegetarian. Good I was sort of the vegetarian in, back in the 1980s, the whole food type stuff. We'd go yeah. down the whole food yeah, shop, yeah, you're yeah. on your beans, your pulses and your yeah. stuff like that. The healthy stuff. Healthy yeah. stuff. Yeah. So when we go for the vegan... I'm not talking about vegan, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Or vegetarian stuff which is made to sort of be like chicken and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not for me. Good. Okay, great. It's, it's actually some not very healthy. I get you. Yeah, I get you. Okay. I, I know. I, I'll, listen, fine. That's, that's, I, I'm very... not dictating what no, people should good. eat. But, uh, well, there will be, the, the, okay, there's legislation for it. There's health, they, they don't care about health, preserved foods, all those things. I agree with you about... It's super processed, a lot of that There you stuff. go, you're right. Okay, really so let's, let's, let's you're right. 100%, so, if you're talking about a sustainable system and, and health, personal health, and it goes to your mental health, because it's about your gut biomes and everything else, you can't just have these, you're right, they are just doing supplementally, they're not meat, but... They're doing yeah. as much damage to you as things. So let's just say yeah. that all things that aren't me aren't good for us. <laughs> let's define, but I want it to be available for everyone. I don't think poor people should starve and people, everyone should have a home. So once you start recalibrating society, and if you want to cut down on all the methane and all the other gases that are created by livestock, we have to make those sacrifices. However, we don't yeah. sacrifice our farmers. This is really important. Yeah. Our farmers... In here, in the, uh, all around the country, and the fisheries and everything else, and then fishery, fisheries, totally unsustainable. They shouldn't just be like the coal miners, like, yeah, hey guys, we've had enough of that now, you've, you've, you've stoked the, the, the flames and the, and the furnaces of capitalism since the Industrial Revolution, we don't need you anymore, good luck. We have to reimagine how we use, we should have retrained the, the, the coal miners to, to make renewable energy. Yeah, well, can I say people. a little bit about yeah, coal miners, because I grew up in Cardiff. Wow. I grew up in Cardiff in the 80s. Go on, I love it. Yeah, I love yeah, a bit of Welsh. Yeah, yeah. Like the Irish that couldn't swim. I love saying that, because it's true. Ah, I don't I know about it. that. Well, I, I can't honestly say I was Welsh. I moved there when I was seven, but. You're lucky. Growing up in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, it, it has that influence upon you. Yeah. And then I went to university in Swansea. Oh, and I was Swansea. at university. Done project there. Beautiful. 84. You remember yeah. 84? Miners' yes. strike. Yes, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The coal convoy going down that motorway. Talking about things which sort of affect you and get you to where you were. Yeah. Travelling down the M4 and you've got a mile of just huge coal lorries being used to break the strike. Yeah. You know, absolutely terrible thing yeah. that... The government was prepared to do at that time just to break the strike. First thing they had to do was resurface the entire M4 at the end of the, the strike because yeah. it had just been wrecked from there. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I didn't grow up in a coal community, but if you're in Cardiff and you go into Cardiff, there yeah, were yeah. the miners there yeah. looking to get a little bit of money to try and keep themselves going. Yeah. And at the end of the strike, when the mines were closed, 
whole community is completely devastated. Absolutely That's devastated. That's the crime of this. All employment was based upon the mines yeah. in these places. And the, and all the, the employment people, comes yeah. out for the mines, and so the whole community is just left, left to wither, yeah. really. And now, though the irony to this now, Conservative government want to open a new coal mine. <laughs> what? After just like, think about this, people. Industry. Think about this. They did absolutely murdered, battered police. Bless the police. They put, obviously put in the middle. They paid off their mortgages, beating the skulls of people that were forced underground to crawl to get coal, damage their health and their mind, their mental health and everything, and then just cast adrift. Cast adrift after it. That's the crime. Not whether we need coal. We don't need coal. We can't no. use I mean, coal. Everybody, thing. we can't have coal. Boris, we can't have coal. It was but a different you, thing you, you in 1980. It was a different it? thing in 1984. Unbelievable. When, I mean, we were there. We were understanding about climate change, maybe just at the very, very early stages and the impact it would have upon it. Yeah. But the coal industry was important then. And if we'd seen that, as we're talking now about renewables yeah. and the like, yeah, okay, close the pits down. Let's have renewables being made in those areas. In those areas by those people, of course. People. Exactly, they're brilliant industries. They're, yeah. Sorry, they're communities. I've been up and down Northumberland. Uh, my dad yeah. was a coal miner originally. Absolutely. Somerset. Listen, Doncaster. Unbelievable. In fact, there was, a, there was a thought that the reason why Thatcher got rid of those uh, industries is because... All of those communities were so close-knit, they all voted Labour. Now, that was at a time when Labour actually was representing still just about the working people, the masses, the majority. However, it doesn't anymore, so forget it. Um, party politics, dead. Not independent. Well, you've got, you, 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 listen, the, the idea that we, there are only a certain amount of priorities that we can actually go after, and I guarantee you that the climate crisis is like right up there. It's like everyone... It's like, it seems that they don't quite get it, that there's, the house is on fire and they're still upstairs re-picking their curtains and go, well, if I can get the party to pay for this, like, the house is on fire, we either have to abandon it or, or collectively put it out. The country, the world's on fire. We are in massive, massive trouble. Yeah, yeah. And we have to do absolutely everything. Everything we do. So, we possibly okay, can. so I'm saying plant-based diet, healthy plant-based diet, right? So farmers, unlike the, unlike the miners, Farmers are generally, you know, obviously there's working class farmers as well, there's massive landowners, that's wrong, get rid of that. And uh, where's, where, I was going to say, where's Rachel? Just like, she can get rid of that as well. Here's the crack. If we now look at um, reimagining our communities, looking at how we grow our foods, farmers can be land stewards, it, 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 absolutely look at how we can, uh, they can affect and help uh, stop flooding by planting mm -hmm. trees, etc., etc. Ava needs trees. You know that initiative mm -hmm. just outside. Mm -hmm. Again, a yeah, brilliant local. Of course, it is. People in our locality need to look at what's happening to them. How how people around us, are, are, like yourselves, are standing up to be counted. Different initiatives looking at how we can counterbalance the de detriment to our young people, our minds, their well-being, and our environment. And there's definitely not been enough done about it. We need, as a community, to reprioritize our values and our priorities. We, we, we prioritize our priorities. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest priority? Well, I think I'm thinking Avon needs trees. I mean, I'm not answering your priority question. No. You just said okay. Avon needs trees. Yeah, so I'll yeah. come back to priority cool. in a minute. But Avon needs trees. Got to go out and buy the land. Yeah. Get the trees. Yeah. Why aren't Wiltshire Council using some of their Wiltshire Council land for planting trees? 
Well, why aren't the Wiltshire Council land, which is the, the people's lands, using the county farms to grow locally sourced, seasonally grown vegetables yeah. and things to support our communities, our care homes, our schools, you name it. They could, I don't care where they put the food, but we shouldn't have it shipped in from abroad. We can't trust the delivery from the Euro Europeans, not because they don't want to, but obviously there was a decision made about yeah. Yeah, Brexit. Yeah. Well, well, instead, it's more important to grow, grow houses on that. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It. It's, it's possibly more important for people to have their bank balance grown on the back of giving away our county farms. It is a crime against humanity. How That's how extreme I'm going to say this. Once those houses, once that soil and all the... Um, I'll tell you what, how, how well does... Uh, 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 Adrian Temple Brown? Brown, yeah, right, yeah. Sorry, yeah. To, I can't yeah. remember. There's lots of people... It, it, his description, and anyone that hasn't watched his, after you watch this one, go over that one, because it's worthwhile. Same with um, Brian Matthew, and I have a terrible problem with names, but he's unfortunately got two first names, so I can't, which, which is his name Matthew Brian or Brian Matthew? But even as an interchangeable name, the man's quite brilliant, and so is Adrian, whatever. Mm. So people need to share that information, look at it, that you've gone to the trouble, they have gone to the trouble to research this stuff, it is frightening what will happen, frightening what will happen for our communities if those houses are built. So as a concerned parent, I know we can't trust councillors that don't have their own kids and therefore don't have the empathy. They can't possibly. You can't have experiential empathy if you haven't ever experienced it. You can have an idea and go, well, okay, it's like, nah, man. I like, you know, my martial arts teachers, I like to have you know, been, been able to at least fight their way out of a paper bag. Same with my counsellors. I want them to have the same sort of issues that most people have. I get it, some people don't have kids, and there's the world population thing, great. Do not be in a position where you're making decisions for kids, because if you didn't get it before and you knocked down the bridge centre without any consultation with people that know what they're talking about, or after consultation with people that know what they're talking about, and still make stupid, ridiculous, retrograde decisions, that's not going to stand anymore. Yeah. Well, I've got to be open about this. I've not got kids myself. That's, listen, not. you just look after loads I, of I kids. I just looked after thousands. Thousands of kids, right? So, and so, so I feel I can you, talk for that. Right. Now here's the here's the difference. One hundred percent. I would say to you, like the, the fat Egypt that I am. Hey, wait a minute there. Uh, do, oh, you know, do, oh, you, you ain't got kids, mate. How you go? Well, I was a head teacher. Oh, okay. Straight away, we go, oh, well, you're a head teacher. Right. Fair play to you, man. Because, of course, you have to understand, you have, you're have you looking at parents on a day-to-day -day basis, you understand the needs of those young people. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I, I've had parents in, I, working with me, uh, coming into me, in tears, yeah. because their children have not got things to do outside school. Absolutely, yeah. now more and than ever. they just don't know, and they come, they'll come in and say, well, they go off on their bike with their friends, and they get into trouble, yeah. and... I mean, that's part of your job, sadly, is that, well, not sadly, I suppose it's a very, very important necessary, part of the job, yeah. but a necessary part of yeah. the job is to support people because the social services and things yeah, like yeah. that. Who are brilliant, who by the way. Let me just say, yeah. this is the thing when people say Wiltshire Council or any council, we work up and down the country. Social workers, uh, uh, um, virtual schools, all those different mm. departments are, they are geniuses in those departments. Yeah, I'm not talking about this, of course. With. I'm not talking about the majority of people that work for us on our behalf as, I don't know if you call them civil servants, but imagine that's a similar job, isn't it? Mm. If you work for a local council, invariably, right, you're kind of a civil servant. You have to, as officers, have to report to councillors. But if the councillors that have been voted in by a very few, not nowhere near the majority of people, to represent, and those councillors have ulterior motives, 
I don't know, like property developers, for the sake of the argument, that's where it comes unstuck. When they get together in the little cabals and say, well, we're conservatives. Do we care about young people? Do we care about working class people? Do we care about the majority? No. Who are we going to get that's going to be on our side to address that? We can get working class people to represent the Conservative Party. If you are not wealthy and you are representing the Conservative Party, please come and speak to me. I would love to have the conversation. I would like to do a trace on your life to see where it all went wrong. However, back to you, sir. Yep. Again, I would say to you, I would go, right, you're a head teacher, you've been a teacher. I will be deference to your experience to somebody who has or hasn't got kids. So I'm gonna, I'll give you that one, you're totally right. You don't necessarily have to have kids, right? But you have to have experience of it. You have to have training, you have to have... That will do me at some stage. But the idea that you arbitrarily go not building stand because your mates want to build shopping centres or whatever it is you do, because they can't possibly be for the benefit of the rest of the kids. Yes, the thing is, Ed, and I, I hope you'd agree with me on this, it's not the building, No. it's what goes on inside there the you building. Go. And can you no. see this? Anyone, anyone should look at Pete, Pete Hutton's interview with me when he's talking, about, he's talking about the bridge. He said, I went down there as a kid, they played football. Look at this. These are, this is hundreds over the period of this, of this project doing uh, music, making costumes, doing dance, doing all sorts of intercommunicative things. Look now at all the reports that are coming out about young people not having, uh, having speed, uh, uh, delayed development in their speech, et cetera, et cetera, because of the pandemic, because of lack of school. We will need places like this more and more, yeah. the more than we ever did. So, OK, the Bridge Centre's gone, yeah. but let's look at what places can replace it. Let's look at getting the events which happened in the Bridge yeah. Centre. Yeah. Happening somewhere else. Absolutely. It's got to be happening somewhere else. Okay, so what we've tried Town to Council do. Town Council have got yeah. some buildings, haven't they? Why well, the Neild Hall. The Neild Hall would be a good one, wouldn't it? A yeah. good place to, to have. And the Town Hall actually put it to a proper purpose instead of. I don't know. Like, you know, I, I, here's the thing. I, I, I'm really. Because lots of different. This is interesting. Lots of different people keep asking me to ask various things of because I'm doing this and what have you, as councillors and what have you. So I, I wrote to the town council to Matty, what's his name? Matty, not Matty, what's his name? Matty Kirby, lovely chap, new geezer. Obviously doesn't know Chippenham very well. He's probably been working for about four or five months. I don't know how we, how, why we're employing people from outside the Chippenham to work as town clerks, uh, you know, I don't get it. But anyway, let's imagine that there isn't anyone else that can do that sort of thing. I asked how many organisations had been, been given the use of the Neald Hall free in the last 25 years. And there's a bigger point to this eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But instead of him, who's sitting at home, remember they're shielding, I don't know what it is with these council workers, staying at home when the community development workers should be in the community. But it's another question for another time. Oh, there will be a time and there will be a question. I'm asking to, use the, to, to, to find out what organisations have, have been given it free. Instead of him going... Nice one, Ed. I can see you're busy. You're a key worker. You've been looking after vulnerable people. You've got less places to do it because the rest of the Egypts have knocked your, the, the social buildings down. Um, instead of giving me a straight answer, he, he made a, a freedom of information thing. So I have to wait 20 days to think, wow, if, you, if I wasn't suspicious about local cronyism before, I am now completely convinced that we have had a system in Chippenham Town that needs to be exposed. The, the councillors that were involved in some of these dodgy little, yeah, that group can have it, that group can have it. Well, good luck to you. Uh, I don't know if Chipmans are going to be a good place for you to live afterwards, but what can I say? It's not good. 
It's been appalling and it's come to a head now with this pandemic. We've had to uh, spend our time, instead of just working with the families and the, and the young people, applying to Wiltshire Foundation to get, and I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for the Rotarians, we would, as an organisation, or the families more importantly, would have been in a massive situation because, let's face it, the weather's generally inclement. Mm. We need a space to do the work. The Olympiads are not open, and if it is, and presumably it would cost too much to use. But secondly, we need space, social distancing. Mm. And you're totally right. Mm. Thankfully, mm. Emery Gate and Eagle One have given us this space to be able to use, and we've got Riverbank now downstairs. You are completely right. How would you, how, what, what but buildings? We need permanency. You there need you permanency. Go. That's yeah. absolutely right. You need right. permanency, and you don't need necessarily something which is purpose built. But you need something which will serve the purpose and that we've actually got. Oh, like the bridge centre. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's keep coming back so to the bridge centre. So right. what we saying? We're going to say uh, we need a new place, and it needs to be like the bridge centre was. Well, I mean, I, we're looking at summer. sort of schools, I suppose, and that yeah. sort of twenty-four-hour use of schools. The schools should be open. There shouldn't be academies. There are local resources. They should be uh, open to adults, young people, whatever. All the facilities. Think about all yeah, but the you know facilities. Why. You know why they can't or aren't open in that sort of way. You, 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 and I can talk on this. Yeah, of course you can. Hey, this is yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. sir. I was there doing that. But of course, the situation is that you've either got academy schools, so they're owned by academy trusts. Wrong. That's wrong. Or you've got state schools. So the state schools are Wiltshire Council. So Wiltshire Council will be saying, sorry, they're not Wiltshire Council anymore. That yeah. goes back to me. I've been head teacher 10 years ago at Wiltshire yeah. Council there. Yeah. Unitary authority, yeah. authority now. So Wiltshire are responsible for these schools and they say that if you do a letting in your school you have to follow these certain guidelines. So the yeah. pricings have to cover the cost of heating, yeah. lighting, yeah. cleaners coming in, yeah. uh, wear and tear on the yeah. building. Because yeah. otherwise it's seen and deemed that Wiltshire are subsidising the person who's letting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well that would be interesting. Then we'll me, see it. me as, uh, as a head teacher in a school, I'd get the budget for the school and I would then have to employ the caretaker or the, or the cleaners or, and do the heating and lighting. So if I was giving that to you for free, right, I would be you. using part of the school budget, yeah. which is for the children who go right. to that school, okay. to subsidise what okay. you're paying. Okay, a bit wider, a broader thought on it. We as a community have these facilities... Our children, young, middle-aged, medium-aged. Middle I don't children. necessarily agree with no, what no, I just no, explained. No, 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 you explained it perfectly. This is what I'm saying, new regime, a new way of thinking. We need to not keep building buildings, we need to be repurposing or reusing or sharing the use of them. Yeah. Yeah. So a drama centre at the school used by a drama group, a sports complex at the school used by a drama We used to use Sheldon all the time for our uh, after-school clubs and stuff. It's a perfectly beautiful place. Got massive playing fields between Hard Newish and, and Sheldon, just as two examples. We use the AstroTurf, we have great relationships and we work with loads of the children from those schools. That, the buildings are there, 24 hours they can be used. Absolutely no reason if we change the way we look at it. Now, if the council or anyone else wants to be picky about what, they, how, what money they, they, they use or who gets it free, they need to look at the Olympiad then. They need to look at their accounts and make sure that they're in, in order, that they've been ca accounting for giving the Riverbank Studios free use of their thing. I would, I would beg them to give Riverbank, and so would any of the parents that come and complain about it as well, give Riverbank free use of whatever rooms they had in Olympia because they were doing a fantastic job. Mm, mm. That's a good economy. Mm. It's like 
these Riverbank Studios, really good geezers, started doing it as volunteers, got a nice little, uh, you know, uh, um, collective of people that come and use the thing, musicians, they run a youth cafe, let's have them doing it, that saves us having to do this, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. You don't turn around to them and once they've got it all set up and they're doing brilliant work and say, by the way, we now want money, it's like, no, no, no. Show me where you give it to them free before we've already done the, the, the figures. So the Olympiad is not a purpose-built building for the use solely of young people like the Bridge Centre was. And this is where we get conflict. Because if you've got a, a curtain dividing teenagers, which we've had in situations and, and, and toddlers, the chances are that the clash of culture or yeah, even just yeah. on, on, a, on, a, on a whatever, you wouldn't do it at school generally, would you? So why would you do it in a thing? Get, expect teenagers to be mindful that behind a curtain there's toddlers and parents of toddlers thinking, whoa, there's teenagers swearing over there. That's why we need a bridge centre or we need a purpose-built thing or we need a shared use where we're, everyone's so in touch with each other and we all respect intergenerationally which we do a lot of good, we have these buildings, let's use them for Ed, more than one. we have buildings within Chippenham, don't yeah. we? I mean, look at, look at the law courts. Yeah, the law courts. The one that's gone, you the mean? The one that's gone. Yeah. yeah. The law courts, no, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, another building. <laughs> another building, another building. I mean, well, that could I don't be, know how, how much, that yeah. could have been used for other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't want to know, well. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there are other priorities yeah. within Chippenham, yeah. to my mind, yeah. so, um, buildings within, yeah. within Chippenham itself, yeah. which we can be repurposed yeah. and used in different ways. So we've said the, the law courts, yeah. which are gone. Um, there are other buildings which, which have stood empty. I'm thinking, what about the old um, police station? Oh, what about the college? What about, what about the old technical oh, college? Yeah, the college it's got that a was going to be redeveloped until a car park was built oh, in front of it. my and then they Lord. Didn't want to I mean, who it. is in charge of this or this? It's like right. that college has got a theatre, it's got studios, it's got loads of things. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So, 100%. so yeah, if I'm, if I'm elected to the council, I want to be looking at things like yeah. this. Take it's all the so buildings back from the county council. It's so much easier to yeah. repurpose a building. And let's face it, how much repurposing would have to be done to use part of that college building? Oh, well, there you go. Absolutely. Well, work well. with young people. Oh, 100%. Or just uh, everybody. Whole the, community. It's a whole community. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Forget your schools. All of a sudden, you've got this brilliant building full of rooms that everyone could use. I used to go there to do, um, what was it called? Uh, Planning a Revolution, I think it was at the time. It was anti-part. No, it was actually sociology. What was it? Evening classes, that's what it was, evening classes. So we should be able to do that, but mm. we should have day classes and intergenerational stuff, but having Intergenerational stuff, yeah, yeah. Is, you've absolutely hit the nail on the head there. I mean, we've got a lot of people in our community, yeah. older people, yeah. very lonely older people, yeah. scared to yeah. go out because the idea that younger people are out yeah, there yeah. and it's Who've got nowhere to go. They can't go and yeah. park the car because the young people are waiting there. So let's do waiting some, there. Let's do, do some, some work together. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the senior citizens are gold, man. They've got all that wisdom, all that knowledge. Yeah. Right? Where's that going? Yeah. How come that we're, we're not having more and more intergenerational projects to eradicate, like we do our yearly football tournament with the police? They're amazing. They come every year. Why do we want them to come there so that young people we generally work with know them in a, in a different way than being chased by them? Yeah. And vice versa, and then calling them obscene names. Yeah. No, no, these the people, people are people that yeah, mix together. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. You I find things go, that are in common. Absolutely. That's and common do. unity, community, common unity, that which unifies us commonly. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. What are your, what do you think the priorities are then? Because I keep, <laughs> and I keep saying, oh yeah, I'll come back to that question. Yeah, yeah, no, but and I mean, I'm not avoiding it. No, at all. We just no, move no, off no, on no, of such interesting it's my, it's priorities within chip and oh gosh, and they're not in an order. No, you know, these are all different just give things which are really, really important. Go on, we'll have a laugh. So yeah, be prepared. Hold on to your chairs. Here we go. Well, we've talked a lot about this, and I'd say this with trepidation because we might suddenly start yeah, going off this again. Stop him talking, somebody. He's not allowed to jump in on this. But yeah, working with young people, providing services for young people, because it was it was something that I was aware of, but I'm aware of so much more now, going around and talking to people in the community, thinking about community chats again. We're talking about the roads within Chippenham. Now, I'm not meaning building more roads. It's roads which work for us. Mm. It's roads where they do changes. It's considered for the whole town. You don't stick a load of traffic lights up by the new Aldi and create tailbacks in the rest of town without yeah. considering the impact on the rest of yeah, town. Yeah. In my um, in ward, Harden Hewish, there's a lot of concerns about rat runs being used, mainly because of the traffic lights. People yeah. are being sent through neighbourhood yeah, yeah, roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making it unsafe for small children out on those roads. It's, it's dangerous for older people. My father's living with me at the moment because sadly he's just had a, he's had a stroke and he's just oh, come out of hospital. And uh, he's come down to stay with me for, uh, for a while. And he's amazed going out for a walk in Chippenham. He said, these roads are really dangerous to cross. There's yeah. no natural crossing points. And we've, we're trying to encourage people going to and from school, young people going to and from school, on bikes or walking. And yet the crossing points, just in Harden Ewish Ward, are terrible. Top of Wedmore Road, yeah. really, really oh, dangerous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got yeah, all yeah, that yeah. new development on Birds Marsh, yeah. which is now exiting onto Hill Corner Road. Yeah. No pavement, yeah. no lighting. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just accidents yeah. waiting to happen and we don't want accidents there yeah. so really important priorities for me involving the community more so we've got consultations in the way which we've talked about yeah. we don't have crazy decisions being made which people don't know they're going to be yeah. being made so proper consultation they're being made in their in, yeah, in, in their the made lip form, service to really. consultation yeah and we want to make Chippenham the greatest most interesting place where people want to come to we want to come into the town centre because there's great things going on yeah. within that town centre. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have been up to John Cole's Park in the last couple of months. It's rammed with people because it supports yeah. what the community wants. We've got other parks in Chippenham. Yeah. Why aren't they as rammed? Yeah. Let's see what works in John Cole's Park. Not guess in the town yeah. council. Yeah. Let's go down to John Cole's yeah. Park. Let's ask the people in John Cole's Park and say, great why do you come here? Go where the people are. Not where do you go? Be. Where okay. else do you go? What's really good there? Yeah. Let's replicate that yes. in other parks yeah. within Chippenham itself. Yeah. We've got amazing people within Chippenham who we can talk to, we can develop networks. Let's tap into those resources. Let's tap into that knowledge and really get the... Me. Sorry about that. And I've then got... we come, and then we come to the road and the houses and the green agenda. And I leave it to last, not because it is the least important, it is the most important of all. Because if we don't get this right, we've got no future for us, we've got no future for future generations. All decisions for building work within the area have to be considered what the need is. We don't need to be building more houses in Wiltshire that the council are actually being told for by the government. Yeah, last we need to be saying to, to central you. government, hang on, we don't need 40,000 houses in Wiltshire. Where is the proof? Uh, Knock uh, back. This is one thing I got from a head teacher. Yeah. You're getting all the instructions from Wiltshire yeah. then. Yeah. But if they're 
not what you think is right, yeah. you knock back to them and you say why you're knocking yeah. it back to them. Yeah. We need our council to be doing the same. Yeah. We don't want 40,000 houses in Wiltshire. There's no need. Show us where the need is. And yeah. any housing that we do, yeah. sustainable, yeah. infill, if at all possible, reuse of existing buildings. Absolutely. Absolutely. We don't want 7,500 no houses across the Avon Valley. And it's Valley. not even, exactly, it's not even 7,500, it's much more. Oh, but yeah, yeah, but, but you're looking at 20-plus. The, the point there is, it's the, 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 the degrading of our survival uh, um, because the soil, there's about 60, 60 harvests left. Think about people. Yeah. Because of the way we've been interacting and the, all the climate emergency, 60, that's 60 years. Look around you and see, A, if you've got children or you're thinking about having children or you've got thinking of having grandchildren, Shay, you will have, they will be, what, 60 years and there would be no room for growing food. This is how much of an emergency it is. That we would listen to the sleazy, whatever you want to call them, Boris and his mates. I wouldn't listen to them. I do not trust a word they said, and they've been proven time and time again that to be absolutely disingenuous, all this stuff with Greensill, David Cameron, the lot of them, do you know what it is? Nah, not anymore, brother. No way. I don't think there is a lot of hope. Here's the thing. I want people to imagine this. We have to act in, out of fear now. We have to act out of fear. We have to act out of fear of those that do not care for our well-being mainly Conservatives, we have to act out of fear for our survival because I think people are sort of, well, well, I know, I can see there's a lot of uh, forest fires and stuff and people are, nah, man, we are in a massive emergency. If there was an alarm going off and you couldn't put it off until everything had been sorted out, we would be deafened by the sound of that alarm. And on that level, ladies and gentlemen, I want to listen, leave you with that alarming statement. You, however, can you Things can are on the change, though. I'm going to come in here. Yeah, Things are on the change. We've Do got it. an independent in every ward in Chippenham. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. we're getting feedback when we're going round yeah. houses because we talk to each yeah. other. Feedback going round houses that people are inspired by it. Oh, They're inspired my by the idea that people have wanted to talk to them and involve yeah. them in their local politics. Thank you. Because We've got Wiltshire Climate Alliance. Yeah. Great. Wiltshire oh, Climate. Yeah, there it is. There it's it is. The Listen. Good people, one and all. I'm not saying, I've been working in a sustainable development organisation, although some people just think we work with young people, which is kind of laughable. But anyway, for 25, this will be 24, the 24 years, but we obviously spent the year setting it up, so I've been doing it for 25 years. The point being is, time is running out for us, not for the planet. Time is running out for us. Without people like yourself, independent thinkers, coalescing in a local way on, a, on, the, on these important agendas, we have no hope. The hope we have is people like yourself, Martin Casey. I, I'm always going to say Brian Matthew, even though he's a, he's a Lib Dem. There's some great Lib Dems. Claire, uh, Claire Cape, have you met her? Yeah. Some yeah, lovely new yeah. uh, um, Liz and, and, and Catherine. Uh, there's Liz Webster, even though she's going to go as crime commissioner. It's a shame. She's an incredible farmer. She's amazing. There are amazing people coming. And by the way, some past and present Councillors are fantastic. It's the bad ones I'm talking about, and we kind of know who they are. And they will. I'm going to do my best to make sure everyone does. I'm impressed, and I'm. I am obviously encouraged by yourself. I'm encouraged more when you said that you'd met with Martin Casey because you, you, you know, do you know him before? I hadn't met him before. Well, there no, you go. No, no, we, well, we this is the, the best thing about doing this is meeting people like yourself, yep. Martin Casey, all the independents, Ross, and all those people I've known before. They're great. 
I'm not talking about that in any other way, but you are people who are stepping up and standing up for our community. And from the bottom of my heart, personally, I want to say thank you. I think that the community, when they see you, instead of tarring you with the same brush that they do party politicians, should be thanking you and rejoicing that we've got people like you in the community. I'm going to leave the last word to you because I speak too much. <laughs> no, I do, I just do. Well, I want to thank you, Ed. I want oh, you to thank you for the opportunity to come in and actually talk to everybody yeah. through this. Yeah. And I think the work that Can Do has been doing yeah. is absolutely tremendous. Well, thank you. And Chippenham doesn't celebrate it enough. Uh, well, and there's right. probably not enough people in Chippenham know the great, great things that well, you're doing. Well, I'll tell you what, put it this way. If all the people we'd helped and all the people the Conservatives let down, if we got together, there wouldn't be a Conservative left voted for in the whole country. Thank you.